filmmaker try to explain current events to you i'm the aspiring filmmaker sumana and i'm the artist yasmin um in this episode we're going to be talking about global warming and some current events that have to do with the subject so for example we're going to just define global warming and talk about general facts that we feel like people should know and then we're going to talk about uh, the amazon burning which was a very big topic in august and then we're going to jump to the global climate strike, which happened pretty recently. Do you know when, Simone? Well, it was like September 20th and September 27th. Right. So that was about a month ago. And it's still like a pretty big deal from what I know. Yeah. Climate change in general. Like, like the whole reason the climate strike happened was because they wanted the UN um, general. They wanted the UN to have a summit to, you know, do something about climate change, which I'll go into more once we get to my my part of this uh, episode but yeah that's that's basically when when it was and why it happened right and so i guess first we should probably define what climate change is yes yasmin what is climate change please explain that to me who has no idea what it is what okay so climate change is basically a very like a rapid change in climate duh der um, oh really what <laughs> uh um, and we've seen it sort of happening all over the world, just like rapid warming, uh, or that's what global warming is. Wow, I'm really screwing this up. Okay, what's right climate on... change? Let's, okay, let's, let's so rewind. Cl- let's rewind. Okay. Rewind. Climate change is basically, um, as it says in the name, a rapid change in climate um, globally. Um, and so we've seen climate change rapidly happen in the last 50 years, and that's kind of what we've been calling global warming. Um, so yeah, um, and I guess we could go into some causes of climate change. So, some of the causes of climate change, um, even though, so like naturally climate change does happen, that's just, you know, how nature is, but there are, but there, so, so like when the ice age happened, that was basically natural, you know, it just happened on its own. But because of, you know, nowadays we have technology that relies so much on, pollution like carbon dioxide being emitted into the air and all this other stuff and i'm like and like carbon dioxide being emitted from like factories and cars and and or like fossil fuels and all this other stuff uh which is basically uh contributing to the greenhouse effect where we have like a we have like a layer of the atmosphere and like the and like the sun the sun's rays aren't like reaching us properly to my understanding, that's basically what the greenhouse effect is. Or I don't think it's that the sun's rays. Or, or no, no, no. It so so the <laughs> so the atmosphere trap so the atmosphere traps the sunlight and solar radiation. You know, just like a greenhouse. I don't know why I didn't put that together myself earlier, but <laughs> that's basically what that is. And contributing to that is carbon dioxide and methane and other greenhouse gases and such and 
normally and normally like it would this radiation would the solar the solar radiation it would just go back to space naturally but because of the greenhouse gases it's just staying it's just staying on earth and uh this is from my research i'm reading off of quote heats the damn place up (laughs) yep um so yeah basically climate so basically the biggest cause of climate change is just greenhouse the greenhouse effect right and then um we should probably go into some effects of that which are um as you know this is probably a very popular one is glaciers melting which also contributes to the rise in sea level um and of course sea level rising can mean flooding and uh the eventual sinking of several uh like coastlines and things like that additionally uh a rise in precipitation has happened and we see a lot of very dangerous storms such as like hurricanes especially off the east coast sort of towards like the gulf of mexico uh you see like all those uh hurricanes like i think there was just one very recently yeah dorian as you can see dorian yeah dorian yes there's so many that i just lose track and hence the reason why climate change is happening because like there's too many hurricanes we can't figure it out like the most like the one i remember the most is probably like hurricane harvey just because like it Mm -hmm. affected um houston i believe yeah um, houston was pretty much like there was so much damage there like i remember my friend my friend from houston she mentioned that like her house like the entire backyard of her house was flooded and so they had to leave the house and go to like some some shelter and then they could have come back until all the flooding was drained or anything like that so Mm -hmm. it was terrible one of our i don't know if this is true i can look it up but one of our teachers lost a friend in the hurricane i think but i can like look it up really quick um but like that that's just like how devastating it is is like people die and of course like natural disasters happen but like with this frequency and this like um like (laughs) (laughs) had to move my leg for a second sorry okay Um, go on like with this um i guess like intensity it's a pretty concerning anyway Mm -hmm. that was a little tangent but In, in conclusion hurricanes happen too much (laughs) <laughs> climate change is real stop the hurricanes hashtag stop the hurricanes <laughs> oh god um but also a rise in temperature has occurred and um i believe i don't know if this is true but like in chicago like people will get like heat strokes and stuff because it's so hot mm-hmm. right that's chicago right yeah probably here too in dallas i wouldn't be it, surprised it gets so freaking hot here yeah. like and also <sighs> just like heat leads to like a greater spread in like germs and like just like people and, and bleh. Ugh, yeah just like <laughs> bleh. D- disease spreads and like heat and stuff like that so like that's also kind of concerning and then of course like you have even more natural disasters such as droughts wildfires and then you have like um yeah just like all the bad all the bad <laughs> all, so much bad happening but yeah what do you think are like some other effects of climate change good question i mean like you said like germs spread faster when it's when it's when it's hot i believe so let me just look that up really quick so i don't sound like an idiot germs move faster 
because like in general like molecules they move fast because of gases and gases tend to be hotter maybe i'm not a chemistry person i got a 70 in, in pre-ap chemistry in <laughs> sophomore year so i'm not 100 percent sure about that but okay never mind we gotta take that out because okay never mind we don't know what we're talking about what's the accurate we're definitely gonna cut that out i think they spread more in cold but i thought that was a misconception just because like ah never mind it's this is too too much okay Just take it out take it out. let's take that out let's not sound like idiots okay i don't want to sound like an idiot okay um anyway what are some other effects of climate change what are some other effects of climate change mm-hmm uh, like in your opinion man you're making me think really hard about this yeah well I'm, i didn't mean to but like um think about it for a second. well for example I believe there's something that has to do with, like, um, ocean acidification, and mm-hmm. that's ha- that's a result of um, carbon dioxide uh, being stored in the ocean. Um, and essentially, the ocean, I think, is the biggest carbon sink. Could be wrong. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I heard about that. And so uh, that leads to the destruction or, like, extension of some marine life. But, like, one thing I don't want to, like make people afraid of is like ocean acidification while it does like hurt marine life i don't think we would ever get to the point where like you touch the ocean now you're burning you're dying (laughs) i don't think that's like gonna happen anytime soon Mm -hmm. i mean it could happen i don't know maybe it could i'm not a scientist maybe someone can go test that out for us and let us know (laughs) tell us how that goes we'll give you a shout out in the next episode maybe (laughs) but definitely um i think it's just going to lead to a lot of human conflict and poverty and things like that. Um, like all bad things cause. Yes. Because, like, heat leads to, like, um, or, like, changing temperatures. It's, like, uh, farming becomes, like, harder because it's, like, I don't know what works here anymore. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the produce, you're not producing as much or, like, you're not getting enough crop simply because, like, it's a different environment now. So, like, poverty might be a thing. Just a lot of concerning things that uh, we don't notice yet. Just because, number one, we live in America, a land of abundance. And then, number two, just, like, all these things. There's, I feel like there's going to be, like, a sort of breaking point. Mm-hmm. And we haven't really reached that yet. We're kind of just floating in the middle right now. And so that's why, you know, it doesn't seem that imminent to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. If there's some interference, I'm sorry. I'm trying to move this stuff okay sorry (laughs) but yeah do you have anything else to add regarding just like basics of climate change oh yeah yeah yeah. um those this this will kind of be like a segue to our next topic but i also i also um read that the amazon is also a carbon sink mostly because like you know the amazon is a forest and there's obviously lots of trees in the forest and trees they absorb carbon dioxide to release oxygen you know so we can breathe and stuff you know, classic. <laughs> Gotta classic. breathe. <laughs> Gotta it's important. Breathe. So, so combined with like the ocean, like you said, is a carbon sink, and carbon sinks are basically basically absorb all the carbon dioxide that we produce as humans, or like half half of what we produce. Sorry, that that's wrong. <laughs> so carbon sinks, like ocean carbon sinks and forest carbon sinks, they they co- they combined they absorb half of human produced carbon dioxide 
which which like I mentioned before comes from greenhouse gases and fossil fuels and stuff like that so I think it's kind of funny that like the Amazon is burning how so how so please tell me (laughs) well the Amazon the Amazon is burning what or was burning a couple months back I think it still is burning oh well yeah a little less burning less burning yeah I mean there's still stuff going on there yeah like like the fires they emit carbon dioxide and the trees are supposed to absorb it oh so it's like double whammy a little bit yeah like if there's no trees to absorb the carbon dioxide then how are we going to stop the fires from burning maybe maybe i'm just like talking out of my ass here for a second but like you know we're just adding fire or ooh. Yes, we're adding fuel to the fire, might be. Yes. We're adding fire to the trees. <laughs> we're adding... That's for sure. We're fighting fire with fire, basically. Yeah. In, in a way. Because, like, the trees are burning and the trees absorb carbon dioxide. So, yeah. That comes from the burning. It's like we're... Think about it. Double damage. Double you get that crit hit. <laughs> crit hit. <laughs> Roll that D20. Get all that EXP. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just overthinking it, but... I mean, that's a yeah. good point. I mean, I'd love to see some, like... I'd, I'd definitely love to research that afterwards, because that's a really good point. But yeah, as far as uh, global warming it goes... I think we pretty much covered, like, yeah. everything they need to know. Should we talk about the cows? Just kidding. Let's not talk about cows. <laughs> Let's I, everybody knows about the cows, right? Yes. Definitely from that one documentary... Um, from Food Inc. Food Inc. Yes, yeah, sorry. Oh my God, I had to watch Food Inc. twice. God no, God. I was forced to because like we had to watch it in class, and I was like, no. <laughs> You're probably gonna watch it in Apes again. No, I don't want to. But yeah. Anyway, speaking of the Amazon, you do have more information yes. about that, right? So we're about to get into our next segment, uh, which is the issue in the Amazon and basically the fires burning in the Amazon, uh, which is even though it's we're recording this in, like, October, so it's been a couple months, but I believe the fires are still burning. Um, I don't even know if they ever stop burning, actually, mm-hmm. because people are always, like, well, because of the cause of, like, the Amazon's burning. I think people are always, like, taking down trees and, like, deforestation and stuff like that, and we'll get into that in a second. Or um, actually, just to fact check you, um, I, there is an article posted four hours ago that said the Amazon hasn't stopped burning Meanwhile, the Amazon continues to burn, and the number of fires did decrease by 35% in in September, but experts say this is merely a slowdown. Right. So it's still burning. Yeah. Basically. Let's burn all the trees. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it, guys. You know what else we should burn? Books. Oh, like, uh, what was it? Fahrenheit 451? Yes. That's... That's genius. I think people actually burn books, though. It's so depressing. Not didn't they burn books back like back in like the forties? Like the Nazis did it or something. That sounds very familiar. Yeah, I think that's what the author of Fahrenheit four fifty one like got inspiration from. Really? Yeah. We should do a whole segment on just Ray Bradbury. <laughs> yeah, like that. That dude is so interesting. I should read more of his books too, but like I heard a lot of them were boring, so I don't yeah. know. God, books? Ooh, just kidding. I mean, I like books, but not boring ones. 
Yeah, that's true. So our next segment is burning in the Amazon, and I think we already started this. But anyway, what is the current issue in the Amazon? There are fires in the Amazon, and uh, these fires are believed to be linked to an increase uh, in deforestation because of a certain man named Bolsonaro, which is the president of Brazil. Oh, we love that guy. Oh, yes. 10 out of 10. But anyway, his policies on the environment are a lot more, I guess you could say, lax than they were previously before his administration to the cold. And so from January to the end of July, 6,800 kilometers were cleared, um, according to... INPE, which is Brazil's Space Research Center, which is apparently 50% more than last year. Uh, and 50, then these... 50% more? Yeah, that's a lot. That's that's insane. Yeah. What, what's wrong with him? <laughs> I just laughed because I was like, I don't know how to answer that question. Well, I mean, you can't answer that. Only Bolsonaro can. <laughs> Bolsonaro, care to explain... Um, <laughs> Bolsonaro, explain. <laughs> America, explain. America, explain. Um, but anyway, these fires, at least most of them, are man-made. They are not natural. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there maybe there's some natural fires, but as far as I know, man-made. And they are set by ranchers and farmers who want to clear land for cultivation. Many of the fires that are, like, happening are a lot more intense and, um bigger, which, um, that's how experts have, uh, deduced that these are from deforestation and they are man-made. Like, apparently there are routine fires and, like, legal fires that you can set, but these are not. And people are able to get away with these because of Bolsonaro. Well, I don't want to put all the blame on Bolsonaro because of his policies. We can say his policies. Yeah. Um, I don't want to, like, just be like, it's all your fault! It probably is, but anyway, (laughs) continue. Yeah. Um, just gotta put a little qualifier in there. Um, please don't, then, please don't sue us, Brazilian government. <laughs> don't sue us. And so, like, it was so bad that apparently, um, and I, I read this, the smoke from the fires, uh, actually, like, covered the sky of, like, the biggest city in Brazil, which is, uh, I'm gonna mispronounce this and I feel really bad about it, but Sao Paulo? Sao Paulo? You're probably doing it better than I am. Sao Paulo? That's probably it. <laughs> Also, there are a couple, like, misconceptions that people that were floating around. I especially saw this on, like, Instagram. Did you know that Instagram is, like, one of the, uh, I think it's, like, one of the places where most information, misinformation is spread? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't doubt that. I'm so skeptical about everything on Instagram now because I'm, what? like. Second place is whatever chain messages my mom sends me on WhatsApp. <laughs> Seriously? Okay. But probably, I don't know. <laughs> I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. Anyway, continue. Continue. <laughs> continue. Uh, a popular misconception was that the Amazon produces 20% of the world's oxygen, which, of course, led to, like, hysteria among the general population because it's like, we're going to run out of oxygen. Oh, no. But no, it oh, does no. not. It does not produce 20% of the world's oxygen. Um, instead, the Amazon actually produces around, like, 6%, according to, like, my research. And uh, apparently with, like all the intake and, like, production of, like, oxygen by plants and then the intake of, like, um, animals and inhabitants, oxygen production is actually closer to, like, zero percent just because, like, the 
oxygen carbon dioxide cycle happening Mm -hmm. that's so cool it's like its own tiny planet yeah basically how dope is that trees are dope trees are dope man (laughs) um so what are the real issues here uh if the amazon keeps burning and like uh, why is it important it's because the amazon is actually a carbon sink uh, which, uh, for those at fo- at home who don't know, is a natural system which absorbs carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. Pretty self-explanatory. Carbon sink. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> uh, I don't even know if that was a joke. Uh, um, <laughs> but you laughed anyway. Thank you. I like laughing. Simona's going to support all my dumb jokes. Yes, okay? that's what I'm here for. Um, so, I think I mentioned this earlier, but the ocean is also a carbon sink. And then plants are carbon sinks because, I mean, they need, they need carbon dioxide. Um, yeah. So another threat is like a loss of biodiversity and like deforestation. So like you're taking away something that's like super essential to like the people there. And also, um, it's just like an essential part of the planet. Like everybody knows about the Amazon. So it's like, Mm -hmm. why hurt it? Don't hurt it. Um, and then, of, of course, it's a threat to indigenous people who live there. Um, and that's, like, one thing that really makes me mad. Because it's, like, you're basically tearing down their home um, and ruining their lives. There's been, like, a little bit of, like, history with, like, indigenous people being murdered by, like, people who are doing, who are deforesting the Amazon. Why do we do this to native people, bro? I know! Like, like Native Americans, Amazonians... The Aborigines from Australia, like, Australia is not really relevant to this, but, like, you know, Native people in general just get screwed over a lot. It's so sad. I just, it makes me so mad. Yeah, they're just, they're just trying to live their life and do their thing, and you, then you show up and you're like, oh, we need to raise cows. Can we kill all your trees and, like, take away your home? (laughs) Oh, and then, like, the Native people are like, um, no. And they're like, okay, cool, thanks, bye. We're just gonna, you know, get get started. And like the native people are like, okay. <laughs> the surprise Pikachu meme. Oh my god. Like, uh, well, you can't see my face, but like you know, if you <laughs> know the meme, she's doing the big eyes. <laughs> if, right you, now. if you know the meme, you're like, ah. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we apologize to the native Brazilians or Amazonians. I keep yeah. saying Brazilians. That that, yeah. that really sucks. It's honestly tragic. And one other thing is, like, um, the smoke, like, as you mentioned, the smoke and also the deforestation are major players in, like, Brazil's greenhouse gas emissions. Um, and they can also lead to, like, interference with weather patterns, which leads to further climate change. And let's just keep going with mm, the cycle. Yes, yes. Um, but also, yeah. Okay, speaking of, like, hurricanes and stuff, well, it's not really a hurricane, but, like, we had, like, a really bad storm the other day. Yeah, that was, and like, we had, like, a tornado, but, like, it's the middle of October. Yeah, it's, tornadoes, like, the wrong season. Yeah, tornadoes don't usually happen in October, so, like... Yeah. It was yikes. really whack. Like, um, one of my friends, our mutual friend, mm-hmm. uh, like, literally, like, she looked out, or I believe, like, the tornado literally touched down, like, right next to her house, and that was super scary, so... Well, that's fun. Yeah. Ooh. So we're just gonna get into some policies uh, under Bolsonaro, like, regarding environment. Um, and he's basically, like, you-know-who. You-know-who, yes. Apparently he is kind of inspired by you-know-who. 
I think I read that in a paper somewhere. It's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, they're, I don't know if they're bros, but, oh. <laughs> Yikes. But. Wouldn't be surprised if they were, though. <laughs> During uh, Bolsonaro's campaign in 2018, because he became president, I believe, like, this year, mm-hmm. um, he advocated for opening up the Amazon to mining and agriculture, as well as dealing with environmental NGOs. And NGOs are non-governmental organizations. Mm-hmm. He was also uh, against the land demarcation process. I hope I said that right. Stemming from, like, um, the Brazilian constitution, which uh, should set aside portions of the country for indigenous reserves. Um, I don't know exactly what's going on with that. I hope... Like, it's not too bad. Um, Let's hope. <laughs> and then he condemns, like, fines on environmental malpractice. And uh, he's just simply... He's doing this policy of just, like, doing nothing. Like, that's his policy. Just like, you know, who that's with a civil rights... That's have. Um, like, civil rights what? Just like, you know, who is kind of, like, with civil rights. Oh, yeah. Um, we could have a field day with that, but... We're trying to avoid yeah. him. Yeah, let's not, let's uh, not talk about that. Okay, so um, as a result of all of this, Germany stopped its conservation investments in Brazil. And I think it was like this whole thing and it was so dramatic. And also Bolsonaro, he literally, when the fires got like big and people were talking about it, he was literally like, it's all the NGOs. They're starting the fires for Are retaliation. No, I'm not joking. He literally was like... It's the people who want to save the environment. They want revenge on me. What the hell? How do you how do you get to that conclusion? First I don't of all? know. They want to save the environment, so they're gonna get revenge on me by burning the environment. Does oh that God. make sense? No, it just it's like the uh, Does that does that click for you, my dude? How no, do it doesn't. Get away with saying things like that. Because they're in politics and I guess that does something. Like, I don't you know. You have power. You can say whatever the heck you want. Yeah, but so stupid i hate politicians okay anyway he also actually i think he got pressured by like the world and he dispatched uh, some brazilian troops to combat the forest fires which is nice thank you very much mm-hmm. um and then he uh around in august like late august there was a g7 summit and he refused to accept money or like accept help from france because uh, he had some, like, some tiny beef with, uh, I believe it was, like, his name is, like, Macron. I think it's, like... President Macron? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, pri- or Prime Minister Macron. Is he Prime Minister? France? I, don't, I don't know what the France, like, head honcho is. Head honcho? <laughs> the, Fran- the French head honcho. I think it's, like, Prime Minister Macron or something. So, yeah, he's the president, actually. Okay, president. Never mind. Um, president Macron. Yeah, I thought it was, like, Prime Minister, too, but... He's Patrick. obviously the French. He's obviously the French one because his name is Macron. <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> sounds like <laughs> sounds oh my like God. Macron. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Okay, so he had some beef with Macron. Yeah, and so literally, that's he wouldn't accept help for the environment because he had some small like beef. With oh him. my God. Um, he's literally like you know who. Yeah. He's so stupid. Anyway. In Brazil, there have also been several protests against Bolsonaro regarding the Amazon fires with phrases such as, like, the Amazon stays out with Bolsonaro. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really gutsy people. I love them. 
But yeah, I would love to be part of that crowd. <laughs> yeah, go and like do some picketing. I don't know. <laughs> Just hold up the hold signs. Hold up some signs. Uh, but yeah. Um, Get arrested in a foreign country. That sounds fun. Ooh. <laughs> no. That sounds fun. Um, but yeah. Um, so that's that's about all the information I can remember or have on mm-hmm. the Amazon fires. But as far as I know, they are still burning people. Burning. Please go and just, you know, spread spread the word about it. Because, like, that's the literally yeah. all we can do at this point. Because obviously if this guy is not going to accept help from the French president when the environment's literally dying and then go and say, oh, the environmentalists are trying to get revenge on me by burning the environment. You know, we have some serious issues going on. <laughs> right. Honestly, like it's out, of, it's out of sight, out of mind kind of because the media is so caught up in like all of this stuff with like, with our sorry. shit. Yeah. But like right now, like the impeachment process and then the hurricane and then just several other things. So like, this is, it's still happening though. And so that's, that's something to just, like, keep note of. And also, go do research for yourself. Just because we say things, I don't even mm. know. If mm. Some yeah. of this may not be accurate. And we want also to know if this is accurate. Because, well, we're We're so professional. <laughs> yeah. Um, we just want to make sure we're giving proper information. Uh, but, yeah, we're just going to move on to our next segment, which, uh, Sumana, you can take the reins on this one. All right, so I'm going to be talking about the climate strike that we introduced earlier. So before I get into the climate strike, there are many ways that we can combat climate change. And one of the ways is by becoming more sustainable. So the pros and cons of going sustainable. So the pros would be uh, obviously generating less waste and then you have a healthier environment. You lower the cost by reducing printing. Um, But some other pros that people don't really think about is how by generating less waste, you have massive savings down the line. And then also um, there are tax credits and grants offered by the U.S. government. So basically by going green, you also get some green. Wow, I didn't know that. that. That's super cool. Yeah. I love that. The government doing something right for once. But yeah. And then um, some cons would be obviously going sustainable isn't going to happen in one day. It's not going to happen overnight, so it's going to take some time. And then, obviously, um, there are going to be some initial costs that will be super high because capitalism. Love that. (laughs) Again, also, products will cost a lot. Like, like, um, I remember I was at this, I was at this, um, this dinner at my mosque, and there is this, there is this lady who was volunteering there she brought like sustainable forks sporks or something <laughs> i love that or like biodegradable sporks or something but people couldn't really use them because they were made out of wood and like we're not used to that so like that caused a lot of backlash from the people attending that event they're saying oh like oh what is this i can't eat my food with this thing or whatever you know like you know this like i go to i go to a mosque with a lot of indian pakistani people so like obviously they're not going to be happy about change cuz you know <laughs> oh that's just God. how it be <laughs> but anyway so yeah th- those are some of the pros and cons about going sustainable but um that's like one of the goals of the climate strike is to not just bring awareness to climate change but also try to promote 
going sustainable and going green and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. Right. And then always just like, remember to recycle. Like, yeah, that's like this... such a big thing that people, I feel like are sometimes very lazy about. Yeah. Just, there's literally like blue trash cans all over right. our school with like the, the sign, the recycle sign on the thing and people don't do They it. like to eat everything in the trash can. Yeah. And I'm like, why can't y'all eat things in the recycling bin? Like, <laughs> oh, it's God. just as... It's just as fun. It's literally the same thing. Like, come and on. it's blue. Don't you want to eat something into a blue can? Yeah, blue's fun. I blue's my favorite color. Like, hey, <laughs> do it. Do it for me, guys. No, I'm joking. Anyway, let's, let's... <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, let's get into this next segment. Okay, yeah. So, what the climate strike is? Basi- basically, the climate strike. It was an event that took place on September twentieth and September twenty seventh across one hundred and seventeen countries all over the world, and it was spearheaded by um, a Swedish sixteen year old girl named Greta Thunberg. I hope I pronounced her last name right. So yeah, she this this sixteen year old girl is basically was basically responsible for um, tons of walkouts, tons of protests all over the world. Um, walkouts from companies such as Amazon and Google, like Amazon had like 2,000 employees walk out. Google had like 900. Uh, Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter headquarters also had like people walk out. And then like many businesses closed closed down, like Patagonia, the, um, what is it, like jackets or something? Something like that? Something. Yeah, I don't know. Pat- Patagonia, they closed down a bunch of their stores. Lush Cosmetics also closed down a bunch of their stores. Ben & Jerry's, the headquarters, was closed on the the climate strike days. And so that was just, like, to protest, right? Yeah, to protest. It was because everybody day. walked out, right? It's like Yeah, yeah. So everybody protested, basically, yeah. by doing that. And over, and then also um, on top of that, over seven thousand businesses donated ad space, and they also put banners on their sites to gain awareness about climate change, about the climate strike. Websites like I remember seeing like Etsy was one of them, which I thought was really interesting because Etsy, if you guys know what that is, it's like a website where people can sell their what is it like homemade stuff, yeah, like just original crafts. And yeah, stuff. original crafts and stuff like that. So, and they're like, hey. Climate change is real. Support the climate strike. That, that, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and not only did, like, company workers walk out, but a lot of students walked out as well, which which is obviously a, a much, has a much bigger impact because, you know, see these young people, the young generation, they are standing up to fight for their future, basically. And uh, with to go along with that, I have some quote, I have some thoughts by, by some strikers that were present in various uh, protests across the country. So one of them, uh, this is, I'm not really sure how to pronounce his name, so I don't want to butcher it, <laughs> but uh, he's from Florida. Uh, he's 17 years old. This, uh, he can moved... Can I try? Sure, you can try. Oh, man. Something Charlemagne. Yeah, the last name is Charlemagne, but, um, Char- Charlemagne, but... Felicuan? Felicuan. Felicuan? Feliquan Charlemagne, maybe? We really trying over here. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so this uh, this guy, he... So his family actually moved to the U.S. from an island in the Caribbean because, like we mentioned before, like, that's one of the places that might sink as a, are, are, like, islands. So they moved to the U.S. because the economy and the land are constantly being dis- destabilized by um, disasters that are caused by climate change. When he was asked by the reporter... Um, 
about like what should what should we do about climate change how should we go about um creating policies and stuff he said any kind of solution should be based off of science and research not just off of like what we see or like what we he said she said they said whoever said you know we got to like keep it real and then another one is from uh tokata iron eyes who is 16 and they're an indigenous person and so climate change is a very big deal to them because like like, like we mentioned about the, Am- the native amazonians it's also a big deal for the native americans and indigenous people because they live nature is like part of them that's how they live so like climate change can threaten their their culture it can threaten their way of life and when they and then when this when um they were asked about what what should be done to um to create policies they said that UN summits are all just talk you know like like all talk no action they should actually get some action done get something done which i which i agree with cuz like you know we have like the like the UN and like all these global organizations they're like we're gonna hold a summit we're gonna hold a global meeting and everyone's gonna come and we're all gonna talk about this and then nothing happens right yeah like climate change doesn't just affect america it doesn't just affect brazil it doesn't just affect who wherever it affects everybody right and just because we don't feel the effects right now in america doesn't mean like other people aren't yeah exactly yeah and, like, I think we are. It just, like, we're kind of in this, like, this, like, state of denial, almost. Yeah, anyway. I, don't know, I don't know why, but, <laughs> yeah. And then, um, also, and then, uh, this is from an 18-year-old named Naisha Mallet. I'm guessing that's how you pronounce it. And she says that communities, oh, the communities of people of color, they are also affected by climate change because, the because of various disasters that happened like for example hurricane harvey basically destroyed houston and a lot of houston is made up of people of color like communities of people of color and so they so like the communities they weren't well funded they weren't prepared they didn't have the materials necessary to you know fix the damages or like anything like that so like she's taking a stand to for the people of color for people in her communities and stuff like that and this is a quote from her that I really liked. And she said that climate change has forced us to become our own first responders, which is really sad to me because that basically means the government doesn't care. No, yeah. Because it's like, especially now, it's like the government has a responsibility to like care for its citizens. Yeah. And like, exactly. Obviously, she didn't, she, right? <laughs> she, right. Just checking, just checking. <laughs> well, obviously, she probably feels that way she's probably experienced something so like that's so sad because she's only like 18 mm-hmm. Ugh, terrible yeah tragedy and like this is what i'm saying like the young generation they're standing up for what they believe in and they're they're like it's not just like a bunch of kids coming together like like ha 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 climate change we need to change it huh? it's like no it's, it's serious it's just serious yeah. business it's like we often perceive like students and like young people as like powerless or like we feel that we are powerless just because we are so young and like we don't have the same rights as people who are older or same experience but I mean this is this global climate strike I mean to me what the face I see on the global climate strike are like the faces of like teenagers Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, like, to me, it's something that started by youth. And it's honestly, like, I feel kind of empowered by it. What yeah. about you? Same, same here, same here. Especially because, like, I'm part of that young generation. Like, I'm 18, just like um, Naisha here. So I feel like I need, like, I need to do something, too. Like, I mean, I can't do much. Like, I can't create policies. I can't make laws or tell you-know-who to do his job or whatever. I mean, I just have to do my part, which is, you know... Talk about it. Yeah. Talking about it, spreading the word, posting on social media, like... I Turning seen, that water off. Turn the water <laughs> off. Turn the lights off. Like, just... I'll sleep in the darkness from now on. Like, I... No bed monster is gonna get me when I'm caring about the environment, okay? Like... <laughs> anyway. No more plastic spoons. That's yes. something that I feel like can seriously be reduced as plastic. Like, mm-hmm. sorry, this is really random, but like in San Francisco, mm-hmm. we were there at the same time. That was yeah. really funny. <laughs> um, but I think they charge like a fee on plastic bags or like, mm-hmm. and then um, even in like Italy, they charge or like they don't give plastic bags. They kind of expect you to have your own, I believe, or like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. how it was in Venice, I believe. Um, Which is really good because like. That just per- that just coerces you into buying a bag, like right. that, a reusable bag or something like that. Yeah, and the fact is, like, it's reusable. Like, why would you want to have more bags? Mm-hmm. It's like you're just exactly. cluttering your house. Yeah. So just get a bag and go grocery shopping with your bag. Yeah. You can get, like, a nice, fun, like, Kroger bag. Yeah, get a cute little bag, go around, do your errands right. and stuff. Like, you don't need to waste plastic just so that your milk can get home safely. You can use a reusable bag. I would think it's more sturdy, too. Yes, exactly. Get that good tote bag. Come on, yes, moms get... and dads. Everybody can go shopping. All, all the all the parents. Even, like, the kids, too. The kids can go shopping, too. Just yeah, when pick you... them out of the car. <laughs> and when you get, when you get, when the kids get their licenses, just force them to do their errands. Because I know that's what my parents are going to do when I get my license. But, yeah. <laughs> anyway. I just do my errands. <laughs> Don't tell mom. <laughs> I'm gonna go get my, what do you do again? Cosplay material. You stop. I went and I got my Halloween Oreos. Okay, that's that's a good cause there. Yes. Okay, cosplay's also good, but like, cosplay's also good. But Halloween Oreos. Yes. Oh yeah. That that doesn't come often. Yeah, and once a year, bros. Yes. Um, but yeah, do you have any final remarks about climate change? Um, we just got to do something about it. That's all I have to say. Right. Like, I think one big thing is, like, even though we've already talked about it and this might be our first episode, I feel like I don't want us to forget about it, you know? It's, like, Mm -hmm. and that's what happens is, like, when it becomes timely, it's, like, important, but then we all forget about it. And it just, that's just a product of just so many things happening in the world. And it's understandable that, like, you know, you worry about one thing and then there's six billion other things to worry about. But this climate change, this is, like serious and like this is something that's happening and will seriously there -hmm. will be serious consequences so for sure for sure that's something this is something like I try to think about almost every day like how can I how can I reduce um like my carbon footprint how can I like you know waste less stuff like that um so yeah um that's Mm -hmm. all I have to say yeah so I guess this concludes our first episode then Right, yes. All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening to the first episode of No Time Like Now. Uh, There will be more episodes to come in the future. We might talk about some other things. 
like what <laughs> i don't We're remember probably i think we have discussed talking about uh kashmir just oh, because yeah. that's something that is mm-hmm. happening currently and is also i think of some importance to us just because well i mean we're both from like india pakistan so yeah um and then we probably should talk about that (laughs) yeah yeah and then i think we're probably maybe going to discuss later on like i think we talked about mental health and pop culture oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, that's that's something i'm very excited to talk about that's gonna be a fun one Yeah. yeah but yeah anyway thank you so much for tuning in and see you next time bye bye